0: Welcome to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary podcast, episode 12, Influencer Marketing, which I I think I'm calling this episode Ultimate Influencer Marketing, just so it sounds more cosplay-like, cosplay-ish, cosplay-esque, but... Really, we're talking about influencer marketing as we're kind of coming off of this arc of talking about Instagram and what we're seeing on Instagram and what Instagram's doing with paid and free content and all the free distribution that everybody's getting through these platforms, which is now kind of going away and phasing out. We're seeing a big shift in the availability on Facebook and Instagram to moving everybody to paid content and even the paid like have have any opinion you want about this, but the paid content that's coming through Facebook and Instagram, even for this for this market, it's really cheap. Like you can, if you're super serious about marketing your cosplay, or you're selling a book, or you're selling a program or a platform or a service, or you want people to know who you are and you want more views. I've only seen one person do this, and I think I just applauded the crap out of them for trying it, um, because you really you're looking at like. You can go $10 a day, $20 a day, like there's, I mean, might sound like a lot, but in terms of just like getting eyeballs on something, in terms of how much pay-per-click costs, if you wanna go on Google and find out just how crazy expensive it is to get keywords and keyword searches put together, where you can be spending $10,000 a month on advertising and pay-per-click. Facebook and Instagram, by comparison, are so incredibly inexpensive, the kind of reach that you can generate once you figure out how to do it, it's crazy how many likes you can get on a post, how many people that you can put in front of a product with those two programs themselves. There's still a lot of space there, but that's where it's all moving and it's very unfortunate for us because now we're looking at new forms of marketing where we want to be influencers and some of the major platforms where we could be influencers or where we want to be influencers or where we have been influencers in the past are going away for that distribution. But it's very interesting to look at how cosplayers can influence brands and what kinds of brands that they might be able to influence and what what are they being sent, who's, who's looking into this space for uh, the sale and distribution of their product and what are they offering and what is being accepted. These are all really just, and again, for my own curiosity, I'm very interested in hearing about more and seeing more and just finding more about how cosplayers are leveraging their brand, the brand that they've built and the following that they've built to see who they're partnering with or what kind of deals are being made between those people and how they are influencing others within that space To buy product. So the whole idea about how influencer marketing works is that you would build your following and you've spent years cultivating that know, like, and trust that I've been talking about so much. And then you start to either reach out to people in that space or you reach out to brands or companies that you want to notice you or that it happens the other way where you're being approached and you're picking and choosing what you want and who is uh, who's out there who wants to use you for that distribution? So there's a lot of choices to be made, and that can be very daunting, especially if you do have a full-time job and it isn't in marketing or it isn't in something that's even related, or you know that you uh, you have technical skills. You have uh, decided that you wanted to do this on the side, and now these people are emailing you and saying, "Just put your product on your page." or a few posts, or, you know, they send you the, they send you the deal and you look over it. And now you're kind of like, well, what do I even do? Because now do I have to get like a lawyer? Do I have to get, you know, more people involved? Do I need an agent? What's going on? Or do I try and get through this myself and read through this contract myself and accept the terms and end up getting like screwed over because I didn't really know what I was doing or that I do something wrong and I violate their contract and I don't get anything. There's like all of these little pitfalls that start to come up. So you have to be very careful and choosy when you're picking someone that you wanna work with in terms of influencer marketing. But it's really cool, um, in the next few weeks, I will be able to follow up on that and let you know uh, what I have decided to do or who I have worked with in terms of influencer marketing as far as getting different products out there and into the cosplay space for the podcast. And I guess I would encourage anybody in that space to try, not just to produce the content, but then to get it circulated via the convention or otherwise. So the people will take a picture of or explain about the things that you do or the things that you offer to the community. So it isn't just being the cosplayer necessarily that you are tied to, just like I am, working on a lot of projects, but I haven't technically just put myself out there as a cosplayer. That's coming. It just takes a long time when you're trying to build all this other stuff to put together. It certainly is something that I do look forward to doing very soon. But aside from that, putting all of these other things together and then working with cosplayers, working with influencers, looking at uh, people who can be micro-influencers. So usually the threshold is like 100,000 followers at this point on Instagram. Other platforms have other thresholds. I'm not going to go through all those statistics for the purposes of this podcast. It's relatively easy to search for and find. Um, and every company has a little bit of a different spin on what they will accept and what they won't. So there's really no point in saying, well, you have to have this many people. You don't always, because this podcast reaches how many, you know, the podcast itself reaches this many people, X, X amount of people. Instagram account reaches this many people. You know, there's there's just, there's different things to look at there's kind of a spread of reach and then where do you um, and how do you produce an influencer campaign associated with what you're doing with this uh, with this brand that you've decided to work with so there's a lot that goes into it and then you have to pick dates and make sure that you're making marks and really it becomes kind of a job for you to manage the campaign Uh, And, you know, what kind of support do you get from the company that you're working with? That's also part of it. That can be tricky, too. Um, You know, are they doing the design? Are you doing the design? Is there anything involved with that? Are you doing it through stories? Are you doing it through posts? Both. Do they care? Uh, You know, do you put something on Instagram TV or do you put something on YouTube? How do you go about the unboxing or how do you go about how are they being wowed by what you're offering? Or what is, what is their return out of what they're going to give you, whether it's product or whether it's promotion or you know whatever the case may be, and what will the acceptance look like? What I don't see is a lot of cosplayers necessarily getting into that, and I think that it's fair to say that they don't because of the nature of cosplay. Maybe this is something that everybody wants to get into, but possibly not it's a lot of work to jump into the industry and then start to become an influencer it's even more work to be an influencer and then start to get brand deals which you aren't necessarily even looking to do as a cosplayer because a lot of it is really just for fun there's a lot that goes into that and it it leads me to a thought process as well how if i'm if i'm on the other side of this if i'm reaching out to cosplayers which i will uh, at a certain point and like because i kind of want to see how it would work and I want to be able to share that with you as well so that I could maybe even bring people in and talk about influencer marketing and talk about how I've developed that relationship with people and how that's worked and what what are the expectations and how the back and forth went. You know, how, how was the distance and how did we figure out all of these little details? Like I want to be able to share that with you in the future so that uh, it's more apparent what actually works and what doesn't what kind of relationships or what kind of networking can even come from something like that fostering relationship with other people in the same space, you know, that your professional relationships grow and your ability to uh, create grows with these sorts of opportunities. So that's, that's part of the whole like organic process of just being able to get something out there and try it and experiment with it. Again, just very interesting to me with this market to see what the possibilities are, or for the other people, or for the groups that you work with, you know the the ultimate question for me is: Can a cosplayer influence a purchase decision? I bet there are a lot of comic book shops that think that that's a possibility, because that's one place that I do see cosplayers showing up more and more. Um, I know that box stores do get deals now with cosplayers because. They can come in when there's like a premiere of a movie or they can collaborate that with some other things that are going on in the space. The more people that you have show up for fandom, the better, and especially if they are uh, people who can be photo ready or that they understand modeling or marketing in some way, that they can work within that space. So it's not necessarily just you pushing a product on your page, but possibly you being involved with a photo shoot or you being involved with brand at their location or just you know jumping on their cast or their uh, their sound bites for something or getting in pictures for what they're doing at a certain point in time. Uh, that's not necessarily a convention. So there's, there's different ways to look at how that could work. So when you put together your cosplay or when you put together your first costume, you're not necessarily thinking all of those things through. When you're developing following, like everybody wants to get more followers. Everybody wants this organic reach to suddenly and automatically happen. And everybody keeps pushing it, like, oh, let's get, if I got 400, yay, you know, I need to get 500. So get me to 500. Help me get to 600. Help me get to 1,000. Help me get to 20,000. And then when you get there, you're like, oh, thank you so much for 20,000. And thank you so much for 25,000. And remember why you're doing that. Why are you building this mass of organic traffic? this mass of potential influencer traffic. So at a certain level, like you have to kind of split and go, okay, well, what is this really for? Is it to support my Patreon? Is it to support what I'm doing outside, inside of the community or, you know, outside of the world of cosplay? Am I going to have another account? And people will know me for this and then jump to that. And we'll say, oh, well, you know, now, by the way, I wrote a book on something you can actually do it for yourself at a certain point. Um, create your own influencer campaign for a different account you're still using it for a different type of a brand or for a different uh, interpretation of your own brand so there's just different things that you can do once you get the following you're leveraging your community to influence what they are seeing and you're, they're influenced by your opinion what you think about things matters it does work so once people know you like you and trust you which I you know, hope that that all comes from a good, decent, and wholesome place inside of you, that you're not doing this for some vanity mat- metric, that you're not doing this because you need more people to like the next post. You need more people to get into your group. You need more people to follow you on Facebook. You have something inside of you that needs that. It's very hard to cultivate, and it's very hard to sustain, and it doesn't, it doesn't have an end goal in mind. So if you're helping people, which is, that's a really easy end goal to have. Um, How you help people is a little bit more tricky. But why you help them and helping them isn't so hard. It's very hard sometimes for people to accept help. It's very hard when they are following you because it's just, it's a very different dynamic for people to be able to reach you now. Whereas before they had to physically go somewhere or before they had to call somebody and if you didn't have the number and, you know, nobody, nobody knew who you were. I mean, things have changed so much in this space in a very short amount of time. People are very accessible if they want to be. It's almost just like a buyer's market as far as what product to put where so that it gets in front of what people. Like It's very simple in terms of influencer marketing to go through a list of everyone who does all of this stuff and start sending out requests. Very simple to do is say, hey, I'm with this company and i have this product or i have this app or i have these services and i want you to talk about them and here's the script or here's you know here's the basic outline or we're just going to mail it to you where can we mail it you get the box unbox it and away you go it's your stuff and sometimes there's a kickback and sometimes there's not that's really you know all of those different details of things that you work out with those people when you talk to them so make sure that if you have questions that you're definitely asking the initial response to any of that especially for somebody who's starting out the initial response when somebody contacts you is that they're either just bsing you like there's no way like oh no this is just a joke or this is spam or that you're like so super excited and freaked out that somebody actually recognized you and wants you to do something for them that you do not take one look at what they're doing i actually made that mistake a long time ago with a brand from the uk that I thought that they were like really on board or like oh yeah I just buy a couple of these things and then um, put it on your page and this magic stuff will just start to happen well the magic stuff never starts to happen you do get a promo code but there's really no magic involved there was really just you buying things and then your promo code is never as good as theirs so nobody really buys anything through you you don't have that reach so you know, these were early, early days, and I learned things from that. And I still have some of that product, so it's not like the clothes go bad or anything like that. It wasn't something that I didn't want. I wouldn't have bought any of it if it was just like, oh yeah, sure, I'll buy that, and then all this magic will happen. Well, I was, you know, stuff that I was going to use anyways. Getting it and putting a few pictures. If you scroll way back in time, you can see a couple of those photos. For the most part, it was a one and done deal, and I learned a lot from that. Uh, and I learned, I learned both how to. Present it as a brand when I'm looking for influencers, and I also learned how to accept it. So there, there was a lot um, back in the early days that went on to try and discover that, and it does. Like you get excited, like oh wow, these people really think that I'm something, and they want to work with me. And that's not always the case. You get a lot of spam on your account from little brands that are trying to get you to buy something. So because the only thing that they care about is you buying their stuff, they really don't have any interest in developing any sort of a relationship with people online or anything like that. It's really just a transaction and another way for them to reach people and produce more transactions. I've seen that done. Usually it's like super amateur for a business to basically con people that way where they're like, oh yeah, we have this many people following us and we're just... We're we're really big online and if you buy these things, like we'll give you this promo code. Yeah, there's a lot of that out there. So just be careful, especially when you're getting into influencer marketing on either side, whether you're a business or whether you are a cosplayer who has decided that it's something that they'd like to look into and pursue. You double and triple and quadruple check everything that you make sure that it's somebody that you've talked to in the past, somebody who maybe has been following you for a while, and that it isn't just a one and done sort of a thing where you're not really be you're not going to be able to reach that person very easily in the future should anything come up or that you know that you have it worked out that you're getting what you want up front before you do anything or that there's there's some give and some take so just like any contract you have to be careful both sides are assuming some risk that it's not just all you or it's not just all them so you have to be really careful about that and yes, I do see uh, cosplayers doing unboxings. There's some people who do just some amazing um, vlogs for products. There's some people who do some really amazing things on YouTube and in Instagram with their stories for some of the things that they get and just showing you what they are. Unfortunately, a lot of it just kind of gets glazed over. Some some are done very well. So the more time, the more information that you provide, the more uh, the the more storytelling that you do the more of yourself that you put into it when you're going through these product reviews or any of those sorts of things the better it's going to be for your audience so it's really what we want to see like if you're following somebody and they do something like that it's usually pretty cool to watch Uh, it's it's just interesting to see a person in that space doing different things in terms of outreach in terms of what they do at the conventions in terms of what they make Uh, And some of the lives I see that they do share that, I guess, it depends on what you want to share too. Very interested to get started on this. That's a lot. What's really being done in this space and how it might evolve as time goes on, as we all get more and more comfortable with being able to share that kind of information with people in this space. And as followings grow and as they change and as platforms change, there's all this stuff that's just continually going on, especially with cosplay. There's a lot of ways to change it from platform to platform. So as far as being an influencer, I think there's a lot of reach there that people just aren't really paying a lot of attention to. Be very interesting to see how this plays out the next year or so in terms of what people offer, in terms of what they decide to include or what kind of brands that they decide to include, or you know even that uh, people inside of the industry actually start to pay attention to cosplay and say oh you know this is actually a really good opportunity for us within the industry with DC and Marvel and some of the other offshoot comic brands to start to work with cosplayers in that space and promote their product their movies just all of the things that you see in stores because they don't need to pay for commercials when they do that you just need to give somebody a product and have them go nuts with it which is really cool Why not send some of those things to people who you know are going to do a good job of displaying those products and it's something that they like anyways and something that they can get other people to buy. So if you are inside of the industry, artists, designers, developers, animators, or even people who market through one of these bigger companies, maybe it's time those people started looking at this group as that next step or as that way to work with their larger fan base within these smaller fan bases for each of these cosplayers. So that's where I'll leave it. Influencer marketing, probably a topic that we'll talk about a lot as we go because it's something that I will look at experimenting with or just collaborating inside of as things go on. Super fun. And that's all we have for this week thank you so much for listening this is scotty b here's a cosplay sanctuary have a great week